0: Welcome back to another episode of Brooklyn Founders. I'm your host Sophia. I am so sorry for the delay in getting new episodes up. I just recently got a new job and working full time after being furloughed for 5 months has not been kind to or conducive to me coming home and working on a podcast. But um, I've got a really exciting interview today with the founder of Sputnik Yoga, a pop up yoga studio. Um, the, this founder, Dasha, is super impressive. She's such a go getter and really is inspiring people all around Brooklyn and Manhattan um, to live their best lives through yoga. And in this conversation, we have a really honest conversation about mental health and the impacts of. COVID on our lives um, this year. And it's just a really special episode. So I hope you enjoy. Um, Thanks again for tuning in. This means so much to me. Hi, Dasha. Welcome to the Brooklyn Founders Podcast. Thanks so much for being here.
1: Hi. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. uh, So let's just get right into it. Um, Tell the Brooklyn Founders audience, About Sputnik Yoga.
1: Yeah, so I started Sputnik Yoga in 2017, shortly after getting my teacher training. I actually found it really difficult as a new instructor to get a job in New York City teaching. Um, Oftentimes, you're asked to work for free, which is pretty common for different places especially if you live abroad um and in india you're asked to work for free for a few years um, in india yeah like wow. so like if you're if you're if you've gotten gone to an ashram and you've gotten teacher training you're required to kind of do an apprenticeship for a few years or for a certain Is that but, where you
0: got certified? I got
1: certified here in okay and i was like well i'm not going to do that cuz i need to pay rent and my background was in event marketing
0: that is it mosquito. was a mosquito.
1: Fair <laughs> play. Um, my background is in event marketing, and so I was like, well, instead of working for free for somebody else, why don't I just try to build my own brand? And so we started with local classes here in Brooklyn, in bed and offering free classes to the community, which was actually a really great way to kind of bridge diversity in bed because it's such a, like, fast, gentrifying neighborhood. Yeah. Um, we definitely had like old black ladies sitting there for like the first few classes being like, what are these guys doing here? But then they like joined in and it was all organized through the city. So kind of slowly started with that and then, uh, proceeded to kind of build larger activations in spaces throughout New York city. And then using kind of my background in event marketing to make brands and activations comfortable and that I knew what they needed. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been the biggest kind of uh, leverage that I've had, being like, No, I know if you need me to show up to a music festival and teach a class, but you also need like help setting up a tent yeah. or figure out activation logistics, like knowing where they're coming from and knowing what their needs are and not just being like, Oh hi, like I'm a yoga teacher, bye. Yeah. So, so you
0: started partnering with brands pretty early on? Yeah.
1: Almost right away. And I use that as leverage. I think that was um, definitely, like now that I'm going to be offering prenatal yoga, now I'm thinking like, okay, what what maternity brands do I need to go look to to begin to leverage that and offer benefits to the prenatal students or the moms-to-be, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So these brands kind of like sponsor you and then you're able to offer the classes at like a lower rate.
1: It it varies, right? Okay. So it varies. Um Basically, I just take the cost of what the class costs. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want to sponsor it? Great. Um, sometimes there are bigger activations. And for music festivals, it's been, obviously, it's more about just a revenue generation and brand exposure. But with places like Bryan Park, you know, where we definitely don't have any, we, we don't get paid by Bryan Park. It's really an exposure thing. Yeah. So. And
0: how'd you get into yoga?
1: Yeah. Um, I've been doing yoga since I was probably 14 years old wow. um I started at a gym and I was just going to a regular gym it was 24 hour fitness in LA
0: yeah
1: and the yoga instructor when you were 14?
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so you're from LA yeah okay
1: uh well I'm from Russia oh
0: so born in Russia born
1: in Russia came to LA when I was 11 okay and I don't know, I was going to the gym when I was 14. I don't know
0: why. Mom, I, mom gave me a gym membership. It's a Russian mentality. Weird, I don't know. Strength?
1: Yeah. Um, and I never really thought about that. But what was ha- what happened was kind of cool is the yoga instructor that was teaching at 24 Hour Fitness was a really like awesome Ashtanga instructor. So my... Ashtanga. Ashtanga is a form of yoga. Okay. Um, and it's quite physical, it's quite rigid. And that's kind of where I started. So I didn't know what I was learning when I was learning it until yeah. later on. I was like, oh, okay, so I have a really great base for this. And yeah. I've, there's been times that I've gone in and out of the practice. Um, and then I got my teacher training in 2016, and I finally took the dive. And if anybody's thinking about de- doing teacher training, I highly recommend the immersive process where you're doing it for the whole month. instead of doing it on the weekends it's it's a really amazing opportunity to take all the I have to stuff on your plate of life and move it off and then like carefully put things back on your plate that you really want and that was one of those experiences that sounds
0: really meditative too it's
1: definitely meditative but it's really it's uh well it was here in Brooklyn where the teacher training happened but if you're able to Step you step out of yourself for a moment and you're able to readdress those things. Yeah. Um
0: what was the program that you got certified by? It
1: was um, at at Daya, which is a studio, oh, okay. really sweet studio in Brooklyn. I
0: feel like I've heard of that. Yeah,
1: it's right next to like House of Yes. It's um, oh, I think they the Bushwick. Lo- yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then after I got my teacher training Isn't it
0: really expensive though?
1: Uh, to get certified? No, it it actually varies. Um, they go saying about, like, ashrams you can go to, you can actually get certified for free, you just have to live and work there. Oh. So it's kind of like <laughs> In a, India? Or, no, there's, um, there's some in, uh, places throughout, um, the Caribbean as well, there's, they're throughout different areas of the world, actually. Yeah. Some um. Some the
0: world opens up. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Can go do that. Um, and then I
1: couldn't really, f- I didn't really feel like... Not die, I was in my home, but I wanted to explore other studios in Brooklyn. Yeah. And then I found Moto Yoga and I stayed there. <laughs> and I became a member and I've practiced there for like three years now. Yeah. And it was I mean, I haven't practiced there now because but definitely a heated studio. There were no frills. They have absolutely amazing instructors and the level of their teaching and I've learned so much as a student and as a teacher from I wish I would have done their teacher training and I might still do it now like later on but just the you know I can't say enough good things about them
0: yeah cool
1: if you like the hot room (laughs) you don't like the hot room then I'm not
0: a huge fan honestly I always feel like I'm gonna pass out
1: (laughs) yeah it depends on the level of hot yeah right
0: like Vikram is, like, the hottest, right?
1: Yeah. Um, Modo, they do a little bit more of, like, a freestyle. They have a variety of classes. Um, they have this wonderful class called um, yin, um, which is a yin practice where you hold the postures. They're quite passive. Oh. And you hold them for three to five minutes in a hot room.
0: And that's, like, meditation, right? Yes, meditation. it is, but
1: it's very... I mean, it's all a meditative practice, but, right. the, like, the hot room and how deep it gets into your body, like, Modo is what do they say they're anatomically obsessed (laughs) and that's exactly how it is like it's just the little corrections they're able to do through words is incredible yeah you know so anybody can come into their studio so when you
0: were like going to moto yoga had you had the idea for your own kind of thing or i had
1: i had already started working on sputnik yoga um, and I was just kind of bouncing around studios because I kind of was looking for like a beacon and like a space to kind of latch on yeah, that was kind once, of a community. once you're
0: certified, it's kind of hard to find like a full-time teaching. It or, is. Like-
1: it, it, that's, what, that's why I just started doing it myself. Yeah. And then oftentimes now the teachers that we hire are new and recent graduates of teacher training programs. Yeah. And so that's been really the goal is to pay, be able to pay them right away because that... Allows them to stay in the practice and in teaching. There's so many teachers that get their training and they're like, oh, I couldn't find a job and I couldn't do anything. And those people could be giving back. They just haven't had the, you know, motivation or the practice to stay in it.
0: And yoga is such like a community based thing anyways, because it's so like grounding and you can do it anywhere essentially. So that's really awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, for us, it was really getting people on the mat and moving at an affordable price and having fun. I think that's accessibility has always been very yeah crucial
0: yeah and the having fun part is interesting because you offer like non-conventional kind of yoga right like silent disco yoga yeah so we
1: do silent disco classes um we have done and that's
0: where people wear like the headphones headphones. Yeah. yeah
1: and then we did the disco yoga events with amber valentine who's our amazing disco DJ who Fun. makes it a little bit of a party. Yeah. So I'm definitely plotting some baby yoga party Aww. disco things. So that's definitely in the... Like for
0: mommy and me? Yeah. Oh my God. But
1: more like a party.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like yoga, but then we have a party. How do these babies
0: have to be at a party? Um, you do
1: have to bring a baby with you. That's the rule of thumb. So... That's gonna be the requirement. So. Yeah,
0: you can bring your baby when. He <laughs> or comes. you can borrow somebody
1: else's baby.
0: <laughs> Anybody under
1: I think under the age of twelve, they're they've gotten quite popular in the U K. Like baby raves. Oh my so god! I've kind of,
0: never. Yeah, wow. It's a thing. So
1: always I think innovating and just doing fun things and keeping it interesting for um, our customers. Yeah. And you know, customers are always changing and customers evolve.
0: Yeah. What What is your most popular, like, form of yoga that you teach, or?
1: I mean, definitely our disco yoga classes have always been just, like, really fun because they're more like a party.
0: Yeah, that's how US. I found you. Yeah. Because I went for my um, 26th birthday. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm interested to see how um the prenatal yoga will work out and, you know, just genuinely wanting to, you know, helps mom, help moms to be in their bodies and in their practice knock on wood i've had a fairly okay like not a super harsh pregnancy but i have not stopped working out or doing yoga even in the days that i felt nauseous i'd be like okay i'm gonna go for a bike ride it
0: helps so much
1: i i don't know that it helps so much because i'm do i'm still doing it but i know that the days like i'm starting to feel certain twinges here and there like my body will be like it worked out too much today don't do that (laughs) um but and I think it's, you know, seeing how women, like, how, who are stressed out and they can't find the time to work out and take care of themselves, and they are pregnant, I was like, you have to be 100% to show up for this when the baby arrives, right. like, period. You, like, there's <laughs> not going to be, like, oh, I'm only getting 50%, and you need to have your mind and your body be physically ready. Yeah. So.
0: Wow. That's Yeah, crazy. we're
1: doing a series with Bryant Park in September so that's coming up and then seeing where that goes we're going to be doing
0: like a live event mm-hmm. oh that's exciting
1: so social distance live <laughs> right, events. Right. so where it's kind of like the first one that Bryant Park is doing at the yeah. in the fall just because they've got the green light yeah so
0: that's good that we can kind of go back to a little bit of
1: while. well it's nice, no, outdoors. It's nice yeah so,
0: so let's talk a little bit about, like, how COVID affected Sputnik Yoga. Like, did you have to do any pivoting there? Because obviously people were in quarantine, but still craving, like, still working out. and
1: Yeah, so definitely for us, it's um, the, the biggest part of kind of, like, the revenue generator has always been large events. And then we're able to hold the free community and the low-cost events around New York City to kind of offset that. And since we're not able to do large events at all we moved more to a subscription model and providing online programming but still kept it pretty low base. So right now we have hybrid classes. We have classes that we're doing in the park and we have classes that we're doing online. Sometimes you can join as well. So it's a mix of the two and you're able to get a fairly low cost membership for the for all of it and then attend either online or in person. Because we wanted to be able to be flex and seeing where that's going to go. You know, if we have to go on side, I don't want to have to change it all again. So we want to be flexible. And also working towards uh, one-on-ones. Because our teachers don't have to travel and they are doing a lot of these one-on-ones on IG or over Zoom, we're able to keep the cost down.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's really been... And helping people that are stuck at home and they are craving that one-on-one connection with other people, and you need that. We, like, as human beings, we need to connect, and they've, from what I've seen, sometimes these online classes, they're quite disconnected, Mm -hmm. you know, they're one way, even if it's Zoom, there's too many fucking windows open, (laughs) it's just like, what is going on, you know, versus if you're on FaceTime and that person is with you, they're with you, they're with you, you know, and... So, figuring out those mechanics.
0: Yeah. Do you find that your clients like that FaceTime more than like a Zoom? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a one on one client thing. Yeah.
1: Because I think it's it's more personal. You know, you can, it, it's a conversation. It's so much more than just, oh, it's a class. Yeah. You know, it's, it's checking in, it's how people are doing. I think mental health is a lot. More brought mental health issues to light. Oh, absolutely! All of this and normalized us talking about mental health in an open, um, space. So you know, even if you have a client, you can be like, "Oh, so how are you? You know, how are you feeling today?" It's not about how much do you weight or did you go do a headstand. It's like how what is going on with you? Yeah. And it's not. Wow, pr- it's
0: just like a therapist. It's kind like of. <laughs> it's like a, it's an
1: opportunity for them to connect with you. Yeah. Because we have so, we need what they say that human beings need seven. Um, points of contact a day in order to like sustain happiness
0: with different people. With
1: different people, oh, we wow. need seven. Stop. So like oh my we're God. now. Some days so, I'm
0: lucky if I get one. honestly. No, exactly. So
1: <laughs> th- that's and that's where the whole problem comes in. Like we're not meant to live in boxes. Like yeah. we're meant to. We've evolved to this point because we are in communities and we're in cohorts and we're in groups and we yeah. solve problems by being together, not apart. So yeah,
0: I think that's a, a thing that COVID has kind of like brought out in us like as we have become so reliant on like social media and technology like we kind of forgot like human connection is important right like let's make a genuine human connection or people are we're like at least in my experience like scared to approach people in real life more Mm -hmm. and then COVID has kind of like made that like a thing again like talking to someone in real life I
1: also think it put down a lot of walls yeah where um people couldn't talk to certain types of people And now they feel like they can, like, I feel like, like, celebrities. Like, I feel like people now, feel like they can reach out to a celebrity and be like, hey, just have a conversation with them, and vice versa. Everything is a little bit less...
0: Rigid. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, don't do that. Because everybody's in that position. Everybody's stuck,
1: you know? Like, everybody's in a place where they can't, you know, people are traveling, but it's so limited, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how things have happened. And so, do you see, like the way that you've kind of transitioned things sticking for yeah, the future? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Until we're still, live events can... I mean, we can
1: still do live events, but I think it's a business model that's going to stick around with us for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that, you know, I, I personally find a lot of joy training people and helping people feel better and helping people be healthier. And I'm much better... Like, I'm fine with big, big groups and I'm happy with doing large, but one-on-one is... <laughs> it is so much more you yeah, know
0: yeah so where do you primarily do like your community events like in I know you go traverse like all five boroughs right
1: or- um so we do we're in right now we're doing classes in Chelsea Piers um Astoria but like now it's only online and then we do it in Brooklyn we're gonna do so in Bed-Stuy um our prenatal classes are gonna be in Prospect Park So, obviously, just to, like, cater to the Park Slope situation.
0: Oh, yeah. Those moms. The Park Slope situation. (laughs) And, um,
1: we'll see where, we'll see where, and I was going to, like, do different pricing for different neighborhoods. I was like, no, that's just, that's fucked up. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, that's just too much. Well, because a lot of prenatal classes are more than the regular classes. And it's just, it's all a little messy. I was like, you know, if we do a flat rate of $10 drop-in for everybody, no matter what, and, you know, $50 for a private, yeah. no matter what, then everybody is kind of feels that like they can. That is super affordable. Yeah, so yoga. it's really making it um, affordable and accessible. I think um, yoga is great. Yoga is amazing. It has changed my life, and I'm sure it's changed yours in many ways. But I think it has also done a very phenomenal job of cornering itself into it's not for me market yeah. yeah it's starting to change but it's still there's still a lot more like skinny white girls right. that are doing like yeah, weird shapes and they get more likes than like you know normal people
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think like um kind of like the goopy like white lady self-care thing is like what you're talking about yeah. right and that's yeah. not like what yoga isn't even about it's for
1: everybody it should yeah. be for everybody it should be accessible yeah um and
0: we need our men out here doing yoga Right, the world would be right, a better place.
1: Right. Imagine <laughs> if they were, like, actually practiced. I mean... I'm...
0: Yeah, being mindful and, yeah. like, conscious human beings. <laughs> men? I'm kidding. Uh, sort of. But, <laughs> sort of, not really. Yeah. So where do you see, like... I mean, you've been doing this for, like, a little over three years, mm-hmm. right? Where do you see Sputnik Yoga going in the future? And, like, what's...
1: Um, I'd really like to... Build out, on uh, because we were talking about apps earlier, that's a like a long term plan, definitely to build out content and build out a proper like on demand app, in terms of having a subscription service. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, want to focus on retreats and getaways.
0: Yeah, totally. So, like around the, around New York or around
1: the. I don't know. I think. I think. I mean, obviously, you're supposed to start like ooh, like nearby, but I don't know. I I think like I warm like sunny place. Go to India. Go <laughs> to <laughs> Let's go to sunny warm places. Yeah,
0: Portugal. Portugal. <laughs> exactly. I would go honestly. Yeah. If we could be out the country right now. I would be. <laughs> that's so
1: awesome. So that's that's I think where um and and continuing, continue doing with large events and and executions um, I have few very wonderful instructors now that work with us as well that are yeah. a part of the team and, you know, we're always, some instructors come and go, they, you know, they come and teach for a little bit and then they do their own thing. That's amazing. Like we want to be the, the platform for them to kind of like start somewhere.
0: Yeah, lots of variety. Yeah. Have you always been, like, so entrepreneurial, or did you know that you, like, wanted to do something like this? Yes,
1: I've had lots of ideas, always. (laughs) Focus has not necessarily been my forte. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But absolutely, i have always just figuring out, and I always keep coming back to yoga, um, no matter what other crazy ideas I have, it just always brings me straight back, and so... Yeah. I feel like there's something here.
0: Do you have any advice for anyone who like maybe wants to kind of get their hands dirty in like a community-based thing like this? Get, or is, get your hands dirty.
1: Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> just, just just start doing it.
0: But like if you could give like a step, what would like that be?
1: Find the thing that make find the thing that makes you get out of bed in the morning.
0: Yeah.
1: And like happy. Get out of bed. <laughs> Not like, oh I hate my life. But like like you wake up and you're like, oh my god, I have that call. Fuck yeah, like, you know, it's that, that, and, and don't take any prisoners on that. Yeah. Because, because then you just have doubt. Mm-hmm. And I have doubt all the time, I'm fucking terrified all the time, I'm like, okay, you know, no, this is not good enough, this is not good enough, this is not good enough, but that's okay, like, that's normal. Like What's it's,
0: your like, sign? Aries.
1: For... Oh gosh.
0: So oh, it's, oh my gosh, I'm Aries ascendant but...
1: so it's important to like beat yourself up a little bit yeah because once you like beat up yourself and you cry in the corner then you're like okay now I'm stronger and I can like continue punching walls yeah um but you have to start you have to start doing if you have like anxiety or hesitation about this or that just start just yeah. start doing that thing you want to open a flower shop you know or do just try it go work volunteer for flowers you know whatever yeah.
0: What's been, like, the biggest hurdle or, like, challenge in doing Sputnik Yoga these past couple of years?
1: Um, doing everything myself, for sure. Yeah. And then just kind of making sure that my finances work. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's definitely... Because yeah. it. it's all been completely self-funded.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I haven't gotten any grants or... Were really you working even...
0: full-time when you first started?
1: Um, I was and I have... A, gigs here and there and full-time jobs yeah um so that's kind of slowed it down a little bit and sped it back up so
0: yeah but it's always been something that you're just like Gosh, constantly. exactly yeah. like
1: i said it's always something i come back to and i'm like okay so cool there's definitely something here
0: yeah well let's take a little break <laughs> i'm sorry i lost my train of thought
1: <laughs> it happens all the time oh,
0: what meltdown i we, i can take this out <laughs> <I don't laughs> want
1: it in there oh no i don't care um I was, um, interviewing for a job because I was like, we have a baby coming and I'm like, okay, I want to like have some other like revenue, you know what I mean, generation. Right. Um, and I didn't get the job obviously because it was just like, it was super competitive. Um, anyways. And I was like, I'm not good at anything, I suck, you know? And, and
0: I have that meltdown that- like literally <laughs> once a week. I'm so serious.
1: And I think and I think it's, you know, kind of going back to that mental health and mental um normalizing mental health issues, exactly. like you it's fine to like have that. Like don't cut that out because it's important yeah. to have these conversations because We're all in a position that we've never been in. The world is right. We're all it's. There's no you know. There's no corner of the world that we can hide in. I was talking to my grandmother when COVID first happened. My grandmother's eighty five, and she's in Russia, and she was around during World War Two. Jeez. And she grew up in occupation in Saint Petersburg, and she was like, she was scared, and I've never seen this woman scared in my life. Like she's. The matriarch of my family, and I'm my like, god. oh my god. You're like, if, if she's you're scared, scared we're fucked. <laughs> um, Excuse my friend, uh, but she was like, look, even during World War Two, there were places that were safe. Yeah. There were places that in the world that were not affected by the war. This is global, and this is a global pandemic that we've never seen on this level. Yeah. Not in our lives. So I know. it's 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 a traumatic situation like i feel like when it first was happening i sat in front of the tv like with my hand covering my mouth being like is this really fucking happening like what every day i do that every morning i I mean i (laughs) and i i'm a big believer of like we all adapt right um but But i think
0: that goes in waves like at least for me i've you know struggled those same kind of meltdowns just thinking like just like paralyzed into like fear and inactivity because I just don't know what to do anymore and I just can't think like nothing helps even though I'm like fully functioning like talking to friends and working out but I'm still just feeling so bad
1: well I think that it's about managing expectations (laughs) if we expect that this is something temporary that's gonna go away and it doesn't then we're disappointed yeah if we accept that this is something permanent yeah and then um, and then it stays, and it goes away, then we're like, oh, cool. So I think if you, like, set the bar real low, <laughs> I've been mean, like, okay, this is our new life now. Fine, we're stuck in... court. This is it. Yeah. And then if it changes and it starts to open up, you're happy when you're like, oh, cool, I can go to dinner. Oh, cool, I can go to the theater. Or, like, I can go to... The museums are open now, you know? So, yeah. like, then you have these, like, happy surprises, but I think it's really about...
0: That's a really good way bring, to bring down
1: Bring down your bar. It's about adapting. And once you're like, okay, like... And then, because you have... Then you go through that mourning process of, like, mourning your old life. Yeah. And you mourn for your old life. You will mourn your old life. And that's just completely normal.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you can, you know, welcome the new in. I don't know. I yeah. think that's... Um,
0: oh, my gosh. You're like so. a yoga therapist. yoga <laughs> therapist. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's really... I think that's really
1: helpful. There's, um, there's a, there was, um, there was a, it was, I'm a part of a bunch of, like, moms groups now, and then there was a woman that was, like, having a hard time because she's like, oh, my first trimester of pregnancy is really hard, um, because I'm doing it all alone, and I don't have anybody around me, and this she woman a is like, mom? yeah, and then this woman commented is like, manage your expectations, you know, like, and everybody commented below being like, oh, you're so mean, it's like, no, like, no, manage your expectations, like, right, like, she like, can't change it, really. So, Yeah.
0: So yeah. set the
1: bar low, because then <laughs> if you go above it, you know, don't aim for the... I hear that, everyone. Just
0: expect nothing. Expect nothing. <laughs> expect nothing. And then... And and receive then, everything. And then, and then everything is a happy
1: surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I've
0: been honestly living my life more that way, and I've been a lot happier. Like, not expecting anything from the day. I mean, obviously, like, putting you know, positive intentions, but not really expecting or being attached to, like, anything to happen, and, like, I've been having really great days, so. Right,
1: and it's, and it's, you, you start to find value in those little things, like, we need to realize, like, how fucking lucky we are. Yes, today,
0: in the park, when I was on my mat, and I was looking at the trees, and the clouds were so beautiful, it's, like, 75 degrees today, and sunny. I was like just so grateful and thankful, like for you and for the park and for the
1: weather was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. yeah, it was really perfect. Yeah, um, but we're we're so lucky that we live in the city. that We're so lucky that we are able to do this, and th- that that there's a level of like gratitude that we can't undo. You know? Yeah. We just have to. It's and it's sometimes it's hard because you're like, no, this still fucking sucks. Like I'm still struggling, and of course, because everything is relative. Yeah. But try to like those times when it is quite dark. Like try to think like, other people are struggling a lot more. Yeah. Like there's that um com- the the camp that just burned down in Lesbos. It was a oh, refugee camp.
0: Yeah.
1: Like those people already had nothing, oh and then they have nothing now at I all. Know. So it's there's there's you know just looking at those bigger problems that yeah. are going on in the world. It, like we're they just, really like, just like, like yeah
0: just had, like, another yeah fire yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I know, yeah. and like, here we are in America, like, I mean, shit is obviously fucked up here, but, right. you know, we're very lucky in a lot of ways, we are. so, and life is not about, and I think yoga is good for teaching people this, and meditation in general, it's like, life is not about it all being one way, like, it's about duality, and their cycles, and it's about,
1: it's about the struggle, and that's, you know, that's, you know, through my practice, and what I like to, like, teach is, I won't necessarily meditate too deeply, but I do focus on the internal struggles and pushing students to their physical limits and solving those, you know, you can see their gears moving in their brain when they're like, well, what does that mean? What like, Huh? Like, and having that, um, concentration and focus that they have on their breath and their movement and Mm -hmm. having that figured out. And even if they come out of the class at the end, they're like, okay, I tried, you know, but it's that internal struggle of um, trying to kind of maintain your breath and hold on to your breath and let go of your breath when it's needed.
0: Yeah. And that's growth. Yeah. So, so how, just wrapping up, if mm-hmm. people want to get involved with Sputnik Yoga, sure. where can they find you? What can they do?
1: Um, we are always looking for teachers. We're always looking to expand. Um, we're looking for brands to collaborate with, and definitely looking for mommy and me brands. But I'm also yeah. looking to, to with brands to chat with. Uh, they can just go to sputnikyoga.com or find us on Instagram, yeah. which is at sputnikyoga, and and they can
0: just pay ten dollars drop in for a class yeah. anywhere yep. that that you or your instructors are teaching exactly outdoors as
1: as well as online. Okay, and then we also have like unlimited deals, which is it's super cheap. It's like twenty dollars for. If you, they sign up for auto pay. Cool. Because on average, we see that people attend four times, so we figured.
0: Yeah, well, is there anything else you want the listeners no. to know about you? Um, <laughs> no, just thank you for this interview, and... Yeah, thank you so much. This wish you luck. This incredible. Yeah, Thanks, thanks so much.